that's breaking that code of making money and making it align and feel good and feel powerful and empowered with your strengths, your gifts. Hey, I'm Deanna Seymour, a mom, a business owner, and a lady trying to love her body just the way it is. Here's the thing. We all know you've got to make mistakes to learn, but sometimes it can feel like you're the only one getting it wrong. Am I right? I'm on a mission to change that. Because guess what? Nobody's perfect. So let's laugh, learn, and celebrate our mistakes at the Imperfect Party. Did you know that I have a free Facebook group that goes along with this podcast? It's called Imperfect Party. Creative, I know. It's a place to boost your business, body image, and mama mindset. You can ask for advice, get feedback, or maybe even make a new friend. We dive deeper into the topics discussed on the podcast, as well as support and encourage each other on our imperfect journeys. You can find it at facebook.com backslash groups backslash imperfect party. See you there. This week, I want to give a shout out to Angie, who left me the nicest review on iTunes. She said, and I quote, Deanna is like a ray of sunshine in audio form in this podcast. I am so happy I decided to listen. The topics are varied, yet all relevant. Her energy is contagious, and she manages to keep it real and deep without bringing the energy down. I love listening during my early morning walks. A great way to start the day. Whoop, whoop. Angie, I'm so stoked that you're enjoying the show, and I love that I'm the soundtrack to your morning walks. Thank you so much for being a part of this imperfect party. And guys, don't forget, if you review the show, I will send you an imperfect party pin in the mail. So it's a win-win for a pin. <laughs> Let me stop. Okay, serious question. Has anyone ever called you cheap? Do you struggle to save money? Do you feel like you never have enough money? Maybe you feel uncomfortable talking about money? Well, my friend, today I'm talking to Blythe Carruthers all about the sacred money archetypes. She has a quiz you can take to find out yours, but let me tell you, it is eye-opening to start digging into what makes your money mind tick. I think once you have a better insight into how your money archetype works, you can work on your blocks, embrace the things you probably can't change, and really work with yourself instead of struggling when it comes to money. Because let's face it, it's not going anywhere. Well, except for mine. That's going everywhere.com. But anyways, we're going to talk about my money stuff in the episode. All right, let's do this thing. Hey, Blythe. Hey, girl. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for the invite to the party. Yes, girl. I am beyond excited because you know I need some work around all my money blocks. Everyone does. Everyone. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> and I'm still working on it. No, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. But um before we get before we get too heavy, well, I just want you to sort of share a little bit about your journey, your imperfect perfect journey, and how you ended up with the life that you have, with the job that you have. Tell us all about you, girl. Well, and that is what I love, that no one's journey is perfect. So, you know, and especially when it comes to money. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a taboo subject, but I actually was controlled by my ex for 20 years with his money. Everything was his money. And I kind of lost myself. I stayed at home with three beautiful kids, but I didn't work, which, you know, equals money. So I really kind of became this lost, like, I, I didn't understand what my block was with money other than the self-sabotaging factor that I did become conditioned to with my ex. But, um, you know, and I just really, again, I was desperate and I wanted to just understand what was going on with the self-sabotage and all these money blocks and my stories that I was telling myself and I found, um, and I took the sacred money archetype quiz and it really changed my life. And, um, I actually, that is why I became certified because it really unlocked the DNA code on why I felt so imbalanced and not aligned with who I was as a person. So it can, it can go deep. It can go deep. It's not just about the wallet. Exactly. You have to go deep. I mean, this is a deep, deep thing. It's not about, I mean, I love budgets, but it's really more than budgets. I mean, you think of actors and actresses who, like, I think there's a story with Britney Spears that literally she would make $700,000 a month and spend $780,000 a month. Do you know what I mean? Every budget, it doesn't matter the budget. Yeah. It's really how you do money. It's the mindset. Yeah. Because if the budget gets bigger than the, like it all just is relative. It's the same. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really fascinating. And a lot of people either really, really, really want to kind of understand it or they just have the blocks and they don't want to deal. Cause it's- yeah. I just avoid it. I definitely, I say I hate money but obviously I want money so but then that's like already I know that's an issue (laughs) that's the thing I mean but what if you so we'll go into this but you're at yes because you took the quiz I did I took the quiz so okay before we go into my results before I be too self-centered because that's really where that's really what I want to get to but not everybody is going to have my same results so can you just kind of give us a quick overview of all the different archetypes and then we'll put the spotlight on me and (laughs) talk about mine absolutely absolutely so yes there are eight sacred money archetypes and you know archetypes are kind of there's different ones out there there's human design there's all types but this is strictly related to money and the way you do money based on your quiz results And so there are eight of them. And so the first one is the alchemist. Then there's accumulator. Then there's connector. Then there's celebrity. Then there's maverick, nurture, romantic, and ruler. Yes. And so the quiz will give you the top three. And that's really what kind of solves the puzzle and cracks the code. Because you are all... You can't just be one. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, the, uh, you know, like the one in it, this is what just completely blew my mind is because I always felt this weird, perfect storm of imbalance within myself. I'm like this 
oh, you know, la, la, la. But then I'm like this, oh, but I want to be the main, you know, attention. But then I want to save money and I don't want to spend money. So for me, when I found out that I was a top celebrity archetype, which that blew my mind because I always was in the back crowd. Like I owned Mm -hmm. a store and I was like, no, I don't want to take credit. Y'all go out there. You know what I mean? Nurturing everybody. Yeah. Then I was an accumulator. No, no, no. I didn't want to spend the money, but the celebrity wanted to get the Louis, you know, the accumulator (laughs) wanted to say, no, get the the fake Louis, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was so mind blowing when I, and then I'm a nurturer. And that's what I oversaw everything and saw everybody's, you know, I wanted everybody to succeed before myself, of course, you know, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it really blew my mind when I figured it out. And I went through all the modules and I went through all these courses and then I became certified and I was like, people have to know about this. I mean, it is so healing. It's so amazing. So, yeah. So, yes, the eight archetypes going back into that. Yeah, yeah. You know, they all have different sacred money alignments. They have empowering money mindsets, um, gifts, uh, challenges. Yeah, the challenges I thought was really interesting. When I looked at my results and saw my challenges, I was like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about me. (laughs) Do it, girl. All right, so I got, when I took the quiz, I was a nurturer, a connector and an alchemist. So can you kind of like break those down for the people? And then I can sort of maybe say times in my life where that has made sense, just so people can like kind of really put like a real life um, spin on it, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yes. Um, And and again, your number one, I think was nurture. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think they're in order. I think I just named them in order. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so in number being the top archetype is actually your driving force when you, when you, you know, your relationship and your with money. So uh, being a nurturer, which I can totally relate with, you know, (laughs) it's uh, your sacred strength is that you are giving and reliable. So, you know, and you're likely motivated to give generously to others at the sacrifice of yourself yes which true (laughs) that's kind of you know where I you know you might be taken advantage of or you feel guilty for making money Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. definitely I I know I told you this story before but um I'll tell the people the the listeners um (laughs) that I went on a little mom's trip with a friend and we went to a little casino in West Virginia like a little slot machine place and we had been had a few drinks and we sat down at dollar machines like dollar slot machines thinking they were like you know I don't know penny slots nickel slots and I'm pushing the button thinking like I'm betting like a dollar which you know like 10 dimes would be a dollar but it was like I was betting ten dollars not one dollar but the point is I hit the button a couple times and I won like twenty five hundred dollars and it was super exciting and super fun but also the rest of the weekend, I was like riddled with guilt being like, I'll buy your wine. I'll pay for dinner. Mm-hmm. I'll do this. I'll do this. Yeah. Like, should I, should I pay for the hotel? Like it just was really yeah. fun. But I was also like, oh my gosh, I should, I shouldn't, I should share this. Uh, yeah. It's almost like weird if I keep it to myself. So when I read about that, that, that story popped in my head and I was like, oh, 
oh my gosh, See? 100%. How you do money. It is. That's a perfect example of how you do money. When you get a gain, a financial gain, mm-hmm. you it's that guilt. It's like, oh, but um, maybe I need to help someone else with this or give it to someone else. You're very giving. That is a sacred strength and, you know, and generosity. That's a gift. Yeah. So it's being able to, and I have a lot of tools that kind of go deeper into this, but that is kind of like something that you learn to be okay with, that you can handle it differently. Mm -hmm. You know? And so that's what I had to do, you know, as a nurturer myself is to put my first step, to be able to put myself first. Yeah. Okay. It really was okay. Yeah. And it's like maybe looking back and I mean, I'm sure it's something that's like easier said than done. And obviously mindset work takes a lot of practice and a lot of work, but looking back, I'm like, yeah, I could have bought dinner that night. Like I could have paid for a dinner, (laughs) but I didn't need to like all weekend be like, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty. Like until it's all gone, it's like that guilt is still going to be there. So maybe in the future, like, Hey, I had this awesome win. I'm going to, you know, make it rain, make it sprinkle, maybe not make it rain, <laughs> share a little and then move on yeah. and, be okay. and be okay with it and be okay mm-hmm. with it. And that's also what I, I, I do is I create many boundaries that feel good and feel aligned to you based on mm-hmm. your archetype, because, you know, it's your caring and compassion can also be taken advantage of. Well, and then this just popped in my head too. So this is interesting. Where do these come from? Because I have one sister, an older sister, and she, I don't think she's much better with money, like just in general, like she knows how to use Quicken, like she has Quicken, I should say, like I don't, she's always been more of a saver. She's always been way more responsible with money than me. I wouldn't say she's like not kind or giving. So like what happened like we grew up in the same house, same parents. Like what happened to yeah. me? Why do I feel like a freak if I have money? But she seems like, yeah, it, you know, I mean, I'm sure she has her own things. If she took the quiz, she found out all her stuff. But how do two people in the same house, like where does all this stuff come from? I'm rambling. Sorry. No, my that's a <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's everyone is different. Now she may have some sounds like an accumulator quality where, you know. Oh, definitely. I'm like, oh, I don't even need to hear any more about the accumulator. Yes. It's the inner banker. That's where, (laughs) you know, knowing that. And then, no, my sisters have taken this test too, and they're completely different. I mean, everybody sees money differently, you know, and it's not the way you're raised. And it's, I think it's just the way you want to be in Mm -hmm. life. You know what I mean? Like, you know, having that alchemist, I mean, there's just, I mean, you having a podcast, you know, this is a perfect example. I mean, an alchemist is a, you attract money in unusual ways. You know what I mean? You're very creative and to transform ideas into financial success. So using a podcast as leverage or do you know what I mean? Let's just, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's going to happen. Okay. You said it. It's going to happen. Just kidding. <laughs> My mom was like talking about the podcast the other day. She's like, so when does this make money? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I guess maybe some, yeah, yes. I don't know. My alchemist is going to illuminate positive change by creating ideas and championing others. 
and they're gonna, it's going to be aligned to you. You're going to feel good. I mean, you're awesome at it anyway. I've listened to so many of you, your podcasts. Love them. Oh, thank you. And my husband did comment that he seems like I've been feeling a lot happier lately. So I do really love it so far. I mean, like I said, we're only two episodes in. Yes. It's you, it's, it's that's breaking that code of making money and making it align and feel good and feel powerful and empowered with your strengths, your gifts. You know, yeah, and that can actually see right how that would, yeah. Oh, go ahead, sorry. That would no. help me also, like, not feel guilty, like when I'm aligned with like how I'm making the money. Perhaps exactly, keeping it would make more sense too, or it maybe not even keeping it necessarily, but just not feeling guilty around the whole thing. Creating that money boundary, being okay, and going deep into creating and recreating your money story and your money voice, which I lost. You know, not making money for 20 years and not, and I had a degree. And I, I mean, I'm like, what, what? And then him, and, you know, and then my celebrity. And it's so funny because like, and you'll see as you now understand your archetypes, you'll start seeing these creep out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, for me to be a celebrity, I want to be, you know, la, la, la. And I'm like, oh my God. But it, you know what? It feels good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, I feel like it's cliche. What was it like? G.I. Joe was said, like, knowing is half the battle, but just even being like, oh, that's my nurturer coming out, like, reel it in, Deanna. Like, is this really something you want to do? Or are you just feeling guilty? Or are you like, yeah, is, is this a choice or is this just a habit? Like, what trying to just check in with yourself once you know exactly what your deal is when you have no idea? And I tend to, since I, said at the beginning I sort of hate money but I want money I need more money (laughs) I want more money but I hate it I feel like I kind of just ignore the whole thing I'm like money yeah but here's the deal what if you could actually like I think an alchemist as well you know taking that money and doing something good with it you know what I mean to change the world donation to your favorite I mean doing something powerful with money so you need to make money to be able to do that you know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. money, money is a great thing. You can use it as a tool to do lots of fun things, you know, go to fabulous places. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, and I think foundations, I feel yeah. like I'm having like all home moments while you're talking. I'm like, Oh, Oh wait. Well, cause I think maybe the reason I kind of hate money is because I do feel guilt when I have it, but but I feel good when I have it and I can buy someone dinner or I can do that. That's exactly it. It's getting that guilt in check to make it feel good. Yeah. Well, and then I'm mad because like, well, with the, we'll just say with the like slot machine stuff, I would feel guilty basically, like I said, and, until it's gone or in, at least until the weekend was over and I could like, my friend was like, girl, you won the money. Stop. <laughs> like I, yeah. I came on vacation. I, I got it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, cool out. Like you don't have to pay for everything. But I would have felt guilty until either the weekend was over or the money was gone. But then I would be sad because the money's gone and I just like gave it all away. Like I wouldn't say you didn't re- feel right. like resentful, but yeah, like yeah. I'm like, what the hell did I just do? I, that well, was stupid. Absolutely. <laughs> and that is a challenge because the challenge of a nurture and I have been there because I have, oh my God, so many stories, but you then start feeling like a martyr and you're resentful. Mm-hmm. And that is the biggest challenge with the nurture. And there's a lot, you know, a lot of deep, 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 deep crap. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that, that should not 
that shouldn't make you feel like that. Stand up and say, you know what? Hey, we're going to do it, but this way. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And find that perfect way so you don't have that guilt and cut that cord. Yeah. So what's a connector? That's my other one. Yeah. Like I'm starting to understand the nurture and the alchemist, but what, what's the connector? Okay. So, do? okay that a connector is basically like a inner relationship creator, which again, I feel like is having your podcast, like you're having me on, you know, and you're connecting all these wonderful people on your platform. Yeah, that's the plan. I want to talk to real people. (laughs) Right, but that is a, so your empowering money mindset is the more comfortable I get with money, the more I empower myself. And then your gifts would be, you're not stressed out about money. You have lots of faith and optimism and you create valuable relationships. So I think this is a platform where you do that. I mean, I already feel connected to you, girl. You know, (laughs) and just, you know, having that you're illuminating, you know, and you have that optimism. So people are attracted to you for that. Yes. Yes. And then like you said, it's just, I mean, I feel like we're talking about the podcast, but then it just feels in alignment and I feel good about it. And it's something that when you feel like what you're doing makes sense and is sort of in line with who you are and what you value, then you do want money for it. You know, or like, I'm not saying like, okay, everybody send me a check. Here's my address. Right. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like it's the guilt goes away because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm definitely doing something of value. And then there's that like equal exchange of of money for service. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's like all just. Doesn't it just like you just cracked your DNA money code. Doesn't it feel like what the heck just happened? Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I 40? Where's my, (laughs) we should have done this a long ass time ago. No, seriously. I know all my kids, I'm like, y'all need to take this so we can deal with money right now because you don't want to get hung up on the money game and the money mindset crap. I mean, I feel like all I've ever thought is there's like, you're either like a spender or a saver. And I guess too, growing up, like I was the spender. My sister was the saver. We would get money from my grandpa for our birthday, you know, for Christmas or whatever. And my family would always be like, oh, Deanna's burning a hole in her pockets, burning a hole in her pockets. She's like, I would have it planned. I'd be like, okay, I know Pap usually gives me this amount of money. I'm going to, I know how much this toy is. Like I'm going to buy this. And my sister would just save, save, save. Save Like she saved her candy. She saved her Easter eggs. She saved, you know, we would buy a box of popsicles and I would like, inhale them and she would then it would be like she had three and I had zero and I definitely remember fighting (laughs) my aunt Michelle babysat us once and she was like oh my gosh what's the difference and I was like the difference is she has one and I don't like she was like oh my gosh and I was like well I already ate mine and now I'm mad like she always does that and just has them in front of my face and I don't have any that is so fun that's yeah But that's basically that DNA makeup. Again, you can't change who you are, but you can actually make it be okay and and embrace who you are and empower your gifts. You know, like, yeah, well, I guess that's why I don't like money too, because I've always thought I did it wrong. Like I was a spender. I wasn't good. I'm not good with money is like a thing I tell myself all the time. I guess that's like a limiting belief that I'm like, I'm not good with money. I'm not good at saving. I can't do money. Danielle's my sister. She's the one who's caring. Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, I think that also makes me have negative connotations to money because I'm like, oh, cool. Something I suck at and something I don't have a lot of. 
<laughs> right, right. Well, and I've got some crazy tools that totally just, it, it, they actually just can make you really just shift it. It shifts your mindset about how, like that whole thing with your sister, that can just completely shift. And you feel empowered. Again, those are big, strong words, but it's some deep, deep stuff. But it works, but you, yeah. but you have to be open to it, you know, and that's yeah. the thing. Well, can you, okay, so we listed all the other um, archetypes, but can you just give people like a quick little um, blurb about each one? So maybe if they're listening, yeah. they can be like, well, Deanna's crazy. I'm not a nurturer. I'm not giving away my stuff. She's crazy. <laughs> and then they can like maybe connect with a different kind. Maybe my sister's listening and she'll be like, oh, that's me. What did oh, you call her? The, she's an accumulator. I, sure. I was going to say, let's do that because that is my, you know, second one. And I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yes. Oh, thank God I'm not weird and I'm something's <laughs> not wrong with me. There is something for this. Like you just said, I mean, oh, my God. Like, well, and I, I feel like the accumulator is kind of celebrated a lot. Like, that's the good, like, in, in our society. Like, saving is a good, like, that means you're responsible, you're saving. But no, some of the other ones, well I or maybe you're cheap that's what I was about to say that's kind of the thing it's like I become obsessed with money and like say like I have 10 bank accounts okay and I've got pockets of envelopes like (laughs) it's bizarre like it's compulsive and like so if y'all out there you know have like multiple things and you know the bucket list and you're gonna put 10% here I mean it's very budget-minded but it's almost like OCD on money yeah like to a fault like then you're not like then you're like like I'm extra nurturer like not paying attention to anything and somebody else who's extra that is like not even caring about humans because they have the bottom line and they need to sort this and save this and it's exactly okay okay I can get it for a second I was like they're the good ones I'm the bad ones that's 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 the money story Absolutely. And see, for me, I feel like, oh my God, like, let it go. Let the money go. But like, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a cash register, not the cashier. Like, I wanted to be that thing where the money was at. (laughs) Literally, that made sense because I'm like, holy crap, I wanted to be the money, the money, the banker, the banker. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So it makes sense to me where I'm like, holy crap. So, but it's very being frugal, you know, and then as you can see with the celebrity, that is the inner big shot where you basically, you know, act like you have all this money, but you don't, <laughs> you know, and so, you know, being compulsive in spending, you know, and valuing status on financial security, spending on appearance, you know, those are the celebrity types, you know, with you know, the strength is being magnetic and radiant and have being that leader uh, quality. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it doesn't really match up with your bank account. So yeah. that's other, you know, downfall with celebrity. But then you do you do want to take the money and you want to do good with it, you know, and like my, uh, you know, I have it on my computer every day. So mine is to accumulate wealth while being admired and valued in the world. So you know, like I want to be valued with let with money mindset and helping women, you know, yeah. and men too, of course, but they don't know it all. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Sorry. That's we fine. need like a little sign. No, no boys allowed. No, exactly. leave them out. That's fine. So I do work with women just because I feel like that's been such a, a hidden thing, 
you know, and I guess that's my imperfect journey, but, um, but yeah, so the celebrity and the accumulator, as you can see, are total opposites, which was very hard for me to deal with. Yeah, Um, I can imagine. That's why I was thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're both. That's yeah. It was a perfect, but it, but I, I I understood it and going deep, it really made me explode into what I feel and want out of money and life. So it made sense. Um, the other one is ruler. And these are the ones that are like they're empire builders and they're innovative and they achieve to empower wealth with grace and ease, you know, and they're very, their challenges, you know, are chasing a moving money target though, you know, like they're always like, okay, I can make money with this or I can do money with that. And I want to make money with that. So uh, they're big visionaries, you know, and they want to uh, create an empire wherever it thrives, you know, that type of thing. And actually my fiance is a ruler, so which is good, but you know, it's like, wait a minute, that accumulator wants to know how much that's going to cost. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, and then the other one would be romantic um, uh, and then maverick, but romantic, I'll go over real quick because then I think we yeah. put them all. But romantic is very, um, you know, sensory, like they like pleasure because you feel it, you know, they're, they're like uh, pleasure seeking. Um, mm-hmm. Their challenges may be that they're flamboyant in spending and they ignore you know, anything to do with finances. So, I mean, I don't want to say that it's like, la, la, but, you know, some like a romantic, you would, you know, embrace a secure financial future, enjoying the best of the life. You know what I mean? So nothing really mm-hmm. more carefree, I guess, with money. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then must the math, be nice, romantic. Right? Must be nice. <laughs> they need it. Yeah. But they got to have some, uh, you know, alchemist in there and, uh, nurture <laughs> yeah they better get a little something else in there they're just gonna yeah but then I don't know it sounds very relaxing and exciting yeah and here's the, some key things too like you know here would be one like uh, you feel uh like you spend money on things because I deserve it you know so that's kind of like something mm. you would have to really wrap your head around okay because you can't deserve that things all the time so there's some you know I mean it's definitely more carefree for sure yeah um but uh then the maverick which is the inner rebel with a cause okay so this is like the you're attracted to get rich opportunities you know the pay attention to the ups and downs of your numbers they're very rebellious you know they imbalance risk with financial security so Mm -hmm. I've always said I need a maverick in my life you know what I mean because it's yeah, yeah, I might be a little bit of a maverick sometimes. I probably yeah. just don't have enough money to make it like a high stakes maverick, but I feel like I have a little bit of yeah, I and say a little bit of maverick in there and taking risks. So yeah, yeah, mavericks are risk takers, and you know I think everybody needs a little bit of balance with all of these archetypes. But code your your DNA code, so it's pretty yeah. fascinating. Yeah, it is. I mean, I feel like I could talk about this. I know. Ever and ever and ever. It's so interesting. And I can't wait for other people to take the quiz and find out what they are, which yeah. you are going to let us do, right? You are going to let the people listen, take the quiz. Absolutely. Would love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. And this is something that usually people kind of have to pay for it with you, right? 
It is. I do offer it with my masterclass. I do have an intense uh, masterclass where we dive in to recreate the inner stories, you know, that self-sabotaging and kind of deal, dive deep, but it's an intense, quick, it's for someone that really, you know, doesn't really have a lot of time, but they really want to, to start this uh, transformation. But I also mm-hmm. can work one-on-one, but yes, so that quiz is part of that program, but... For your listeners only, uh, you can email me or reach out to me on Facebook, and they have to say that you're that they're a listener of yours to get this. Yeah, you got to say the secret. You got to say you're in the secret club, the imperfect party club, if you want this deal, y'all. Yeah. But yeah, and I'll put it in the show notes. So I'll link your website and your Facebook and everywhere where they can um, email you or reach out. But you guys should definitely take this quiz. It is. And it's so much information you get back once you do it. To be honest, I looked at it and then I kind of put it away. And then talking today now, I'm like, oh, oh, I need to go back and like relook. I need to make some notes. I need to put some post-its on my mirror. Like you just said the thing on your computer. I'm like, I got to write a little something for me. Yeah. Check back in. I mean, it's so, so cool. So um, where do you hang out most online? Like where, where could people go find you, follow you? Like, where do you like to hang out on? I am so not a social person, but I love Facebook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As that celebrity yeah. trying to get out where I'm that again, trying to sabotage that. No, I don't have Instagram. I do just do um, Facebook uh, mainly right now. So I'm always on Facebook. Okay. But before you go to, before we wrap this up completely, I've been asking everybody a party question. So I'm going to ask you this one. What do you think is the best appetizer someone could have at a party? Girl. What do you want at a party? I, you know, I'm like, I love this cheesy shrimp and crab, bubbly hot, has cream cheese, cheddar cheese, Tabasco, sour cream, all that fun lemon and jalapenos with the bread. I like the like hot warm dips mm-hmm. who doesn't love a dip there are people who don't like dips but they're crazy obviously we need a dip archetype <laughs> exactly we need some, some hot dip hot dip mess yes hot dips oh my gosh that sounds delicious I love it sold I'll sign myself up for that appetizer I love it awesome. I, I, that's one of my favorites I do bring and it's a big hit yeah I love it I'm gonna um you're gonna email me that later so maybe, maybe that'll be in the show notes who knows maybe that recipe will be on the show notes. I will it's, it's so easy and it is a hit every time so I will definitely email you that it's you All have right. to you have to put it on there I'm I'm going to. It's going to be money archetypes and little crab dip. And a hot dip. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on today and helping us kind of dive into this. There might be people out there who didn't even know this was a thing or how to even approach all this crazy money talk. So I am so happy. I am easy to talk to. I love talking to money. There's no boundary. I mean, no judgment. You know what I mean? Everybody has Mm -hmm. the budget can be high, low medium it it doesn't matter money is money and you are you and it's how you do it it it's perfect all right girl i will talk to you soon thank all you right. so much thank all you right. for having me all right yeah bye I think it is so fascinating that you can grow up in the same house as someone and end up with completely different mindsets about money it's crazy 
Now that I know my sacred money archetypes, I can already start to feel a shift in how I feel about money and the way I'm handling it. As I said in this episode, mindset work is hard and it doesn't happen overnight. But once you have a better understanding of what you're working with, you can start to shift that mindset. All right, what's your next step? You have got to hit up Blythe to take this quiz, y'all. It's super fascinating and super cool, and it's awesome that she's letting us gain this insight as a gift for listening. Don't forget to name drop the Imperfect Party podcast so she knows what's up. To grab the link to contact Blythe about the quiz and any other links from today's episode, check out the show notes at deannaseymore.com backslash 12. See you next time. Oh, and if you liked today's episode, can you do me a favor and click the subscribe button and leave a review? It'll help more women just like you join the party. And you'll get an official Imperfect Party pin in the mail. Just saying. And remember, the beauties in the imperfections.